This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Well, hello there, and welcome to episode 17 of the How She Did That podcast. My name is Tasha Booth, and I am so excited that you're here. So recently, I've had a number of conversations with online support pros who have been feeling that they're not enough to start or grow their business. They're kind of stuck in what's often called imposter syndrome. And so I thought, who better than to talk about this topic than Heather Gray? For the last two years, Heather has been the mindset coach for a membership community that she and I have both been a part of, and I honestly don't know anyone who talks about this topic with more passion and honesty than Heather. Heather Gray is a clinically trained mindset and leadership coach at choosetohaveitall.com. Working online, Heather helps online entrepreneurs, leaders, and business owners make the decisions that will move the needle in their lives and businesses. Heather uses her 20 years of clinical experience to teach her clients the necessary skills for combating fear, making effective decisions, and managing team members. Now, even though there were unfortunately a few audio issues in this episode, I knew that it was still one that I had to bring to you because Heather really is that amazing. So after this episode, if you want to hear more of Heather, which I know you're going to want to, then head on over to her podcast, which is called Business Mindset Mastery. So let's go ask Heather how she combats imposter syndrome. Hey, Heather, thank you so much for being here. I am super excited to talk to you today. <laughs> Tasha, Tasha, I'm so psyched that you reached out to me. I have been loving your show and I'm so proud of you and what you're putting out into the world. And it's a treat for me to be able to give back and help out and uh, help your uh, listeners. Thank you so much. That means the world to me. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your business? Sure. Uh, so I run choosetohaveitall.com. It's a mindset consultancy business where I work with established business owners who are getting stuck in the weeds and trying to make a decision. So basically what I do is I help business owners make the decisions that move the needle in their business. Because I think a lot of times the way mindset problems show up is we stay stuck and frozen in fear or indecisiveness. And I help people identify kind of what's going on for them and why they're stuck and why they can't get out of their way own way but then I help them move out of that and make the decisions that they need so they can be profitable bring in revenue and increase their reach and visibility I love that and I've heard you talk several times at this point and what I love most is like you number one are no nonsense <laughs> like you don't sugarcoat anything which I love and number two it's so actionable it's like do you know do the things even when you're scared do the thing even when you're afraid yeah because I, I you know I think my core belief is that none of us make changes sitting and talking about change or sitting and thinking about change we 
create change in who we are and how we move through the world by going and doing one thing differently and managing the consequences, either positive or negative of that action. But once we've taken action, we're not um, held captive to our old tired stories of ourselves either. Mm -hmm. I love that, not held captive to it. And that's actually why I asked you on the show and why I wanted to talk to you today, because I just finished up a 10-day challenge or a five-day challenge um, for my virtual assistant group. And one of the things that kept coming up and kept being a theme for a lot of people in the challenge was imposter syndrome and not feeling like they were enough to either start or to grow their business, to increase their prices, all of those things. So I really want to talk about what in, what imposter syndrome is to begin with. Can you share a little bit about that? Sure. You know, it's interesting a little bit, and I didn't prep you with this before we got on the mic recording, but, you know, one of the first things that everybody starts wanting to talk about when they're teaching new and established business owners is about imposter syndrome, because I think it's like the term du jour for entrepreneurs, <laughs> this idea that comes up that we don't feel good enough, worthy enough, talented enough, because at any point in time, we can look left and right and see somebody who's already doing it, maybe doing it better than us, seems to have it together, has more skills, has more experience. And entrepreneurs have given themselves permission to feel this way by giving themselves a syndrome called imposter syndrome. So <laughs> yeah. the new people are like basically trained to have it because it's like your right of initiation. Like you're going to have shiny object syndrome, you're going to have squirrel syndrome, you're going to have imposter syndrome and welcome to it rather than like when you choose to own a business you are choosing to take a risk with that is the natural consequence that comes with I don't know what I'm doing sometimes and I don't know if I'm going to be successful at this that those thoughts those feelings those self-doubts are kind of the price of admission for becoming a business owner. Everybody goes through them. I have gone through it. You have gone through it. So this idea that we stop and give oxygen to our doubts, the idea that we're gonna stop and pause and say, oh, you don't feel good enough, let's sit and talk about that is nonsense because it doesn't get us anywhere. So what I try to help people do is recognize that by being an owner of a business, you're choosing to take this on then we can get into the feedback piece and the skill set piece of how do you take it on rather than talking about the fact over and over again that you don't think you're good enough or worthy. I love that. Okay. So <laughs> so how do we how do we combat that once we've decided, you know, I want to be a business owner. I want to to make this step forward. I know that um, I'm a quick start, so I I can take on risk and just jump in without you know without having a backup plan or without feeling like I know each one of the pieces. But I know so many people out there who are very low on quick start, you know, who yeah. want to see the entire staircase before they take that first step. So for them, how do they start when they feel like I'm never going to know enough to be able to support the people that I want to support? I think the first step is self-awareness. Mm -hmm. I think we have to know whether or not we're quick starters, whether or not we're people who need to see the whole staircase, whether or not we need to check and double check that we've entered in our stats into the GPS and it's gonna get us to our exact destination at the exact moment that we need to be there. Like 
we have to come into business ownership knowing who we are and how we move through the world so that we can make those things non-negotiable, whatever is going to set us up for success us sort of been forced into some public spectacle on a stage in front of people and we don't know if we're going to make gigantic fools of ourselves we have all done this in our lives prior to choosing to be a business owner so in those moments what did we do that was the most successful that got us through it what do we need that sets us up for success and if we can make those needs non-negotiable rather than oh my gosh, I shouldn't need this, or not everybody needs, you know, for example, like say it's people who are afraid to start a podcast. Well, why do I need to write out every word that I'm about to say? Other people just get on the mic and they riff and they talk and they're fine. Why do I need to write out every word? Well, stop worrying about why you need to write every word. Just write every word and go and record the show because that's what you know about yourself that's gonna set you up for success and you may not always need it, but once you give yourself permission to need what you need so you can be successful and you give it to yourself, you're out of the imposter syndrome hole. You're out of talking about it and you're just doing the thing. Okay. So does that also include, like, what about people who feel like they need every single course? You know, I've seen, I see so many people who get stuck in that rabbit hole of like, well, if I get one more course, like that's going to be, you know, the magic bullet of knowing enough. Sure. But I'm going to tell anybody who tells me that, that they're stalling, mm-hmm. that it's this idea that like, you know, feeling like we need more information, it puffs us up. It's like this external vanity metric that tells us when we do this, we will be enough. We only think that because we place that value on that course, rather than you need to meet people who need you where you are at. If you need a course, you're not ready. Mm-hmm. So it's get ready. So if the only thing you know how to do is help somebody organize their Gmail, then that is your sole service. And you were pimping that out to everybody and saying, hey, do you need your Gmail organized? I can do it for you as a done for you service at this price, rather than I need to learn Trello and I need to learn Asana and I need to know all the things. So I sound super organized and super efficient. Just wait. Wherever you are, those clients are going to be where you are because the people who need the higher advanced, more, you know, superior strategies, they're not going to want to hire you. You have to meet yourself where you're at. So I, I like the fact that you were talking about how you can start with your one thing. And I talk to my mentorship clients about that all the time, that you don't need to know a hundred different platforms. You can start with one or three that you know really well and be learning in the background, be working on a new course or working on learning a new platform in the background. Yes. And I think that one of the things that ends up happening with that is that, you know, we're, we're looking at courses as, you know, this puffed up version of ourselves as this idea that if I just learn one more thing, um, I'm going to have this nailed and I'm going to be enough. But that's just some external measure that we have placed on ourselves to feel better about ourselves. And it's nobody else's value. And the reality is, is that if we are only good at that one thing, that's what we have to set ourselves up for and put ourselves out there. So if we're only 
good at organizing someone's Gmail account, we are going to organize someone's Gmail account. But one of the reasons why, Tasha, this becomes such a problem for people and why I think, you know, people so struggle with this and they want to go to the course and they want to do this is because we as a society and as a culture, we don't give ourselves permission to be proud of ourselves, to own our wins, to say, you know what, three months ago, someone had a question and it was their pain point of the day. And I was able to solve that to the best of my ability in less time than most people had. Or somebody had this question and they couldn't figure it out. And I figured it out right away and got them to a place where they could put their product or service out there in a more rapid way. We're not allowed to brag on ourselves because we're seen as, you know, selfish or narcissistic mm. or annoying. But what ends up happening is people, when we don't take those moments to catalog those wins, is that then in the moment when we're trying something new and we're putting our new business out there and we're putting our new you know, face out there, suddenly we're like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this. What we have to start doing is tuning into our capability, giving ourselves a regular sort of collection of wins, almost like back in the day, and some people aren't even going to know what I'm talking about, but like card catalogs that yes. hold every reference. <laughs> we need a card catalog for ourselves of, I knew this on this date and I nailed it. I was the best person for this and I, you know, I went to town. You know, you and I were talking before we got on the mic because you got in a jam with um, recording mm -hmm. because somebody bailed on you for an interview and you needed a last minute interview. So you reached out to me and said, you know, can you do this quickly? And I got on the mic with you and did it today because you asked and you didn't sit and think and go, Oh my God, I hope she doesn't think I'm unprofessional. I hope she doesn't think I don't have my stuff together. I hope she still respects me. Like, even if you thought any of those things, you just asked mm -hmm. and that's how we get out of it is we just put it out there. We ask for help. We tell people who we are and we show up and we let everybody then decide for themselves, you know, what they need or expect, or, you know, then they get to participate. Does that make sense? That absolutely makes sense. And I think that like we were saying before, we get so stuck in our heads of like what the scenario is going to play out to be that we just don't let it play out at all, you know? And so I think like, of course, you're absolutely right that we have to just do it and then let the onus of what it becomes be on the potential client, not on us and deciding right. already that they don't need us. Yeah. So one of the things too is I, I think it's about, you know, recognizing for ourselves that we are going to, you know, be works in progress and people are going to meet us where they are at. And in response, that's how we're going to build our experience. And that's how we're going to build our skill set. We're not going to do that by going course to course and just quietly learning. We have to be actively participating in that process and showing up for ourselves and our business. That's amazing. So can you share just one, if there was one thing that our audience could do this week um, for when those feelings start coming up, when imposter syndrome or whatever we want to end up calling this starts creeping up, what do we do with that? And how can we get that needle moving forward and push that down or get through that? So I, th I think that, the, you know, the key is always going to be to stop thinking about it. So the first thing that I would challenge people to do is when they have that thought, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy enough, like 
look for the evidence that says like that's nonsense that mm -hmm. nope not at all true because you nailed this and you know how to do this and you know how to do that so internally we're going to have a dialogue where we talk back to that inner critic and then once we have that conversation with our inner critic and we say hey i see you i i know you're trying to tell me there's a risk in this i know you're trying to tell me careful careful but i've got this i'm fine you want to go out and you want to sort of either reach out to somebody one-on-one, -on -one, a warm lead for your business and say, hey, I'm just checking in to see if you might need anything. Um, I have an opening in my schedule. You want to do some sort of post where you talk about your experience. You want to share a testimonial. You want to do something external of yourself that shows and demonstrates for other people that you are in fact capable. Because as long as you sit and think about imposter syndrome, you're acting as an imposter. You're acting as though you're somebody who doesn't belong there. Once you choose to be a business owner, you're moving through the world as if, and that kicks imposter syndrome to the curb. So can you tell our audience where they can find you online and on social media? Because I know that after they've listened to you, they're going to want more of you. <laughs> well, they can have a lot more of me, Tasha. I have, a, I have a daily podcast that you can find on pretty much any podcast app called Business Mindset Mastery Q&A. A show where business owners write in to me with their uh, questions, whatever their stuck points are, wherever they're struggling to move the needle in their business, and I do a quick Q and A. So they they get that five days a week, and you can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. Thank you, Gan. Thank you. Ah, Tasha, I'm so glad to be having this conversation. Thank you for inviting me. And I'm really wishing all of your listeners the best in moving the needle forward for themselves and their businesses. Amazing. That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you head on over to thelaunchguild.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, leave a comment, and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You've got this.